You're about to listen to an Audible original. Audible produces immersive audio entertainment like you've never heard before. Enjoy the ride. Let me get a slice, NY slice, man, NY slice of life. New York slice, because in New York is one word, let me get a slice. Yo, you are now listening to In The Cut with Ghetto Gastro. Yeah! You know the vibes, you know the vibes, what up, what up, what up? It's your man. L.E.S., man, with the finesse. I'm Pierre Siro, Wagwan. Yo, what it do? This is John Gray, a.k.a. The Dishwasher. Movie! <laughs> Zoovy! On this episode, we're giving you everything you need to know about the New York Slice and how to make it nice, not make it twice. Yo, and later on, we're going to have Scar Pimental, Dominican Power's own, Lower East Side Infiltrator, Mills' own flower, Sources the best olive oil from Italy. I mean, this guy's got it down to a science. And he's been serving the best pizza for years, for several years. Like, my goal has always been buying a big spot, putting a bunch of food co-ops in there. And then we buy everything in bulk, and then we split everything up and then eat well. Later, we headed back to the Ghetto Gastro Kitchen, a.k.a. the GG Lab, to give you an inside look on how to make a New York slice at home. The perfect slice. So we're gonna hit it with some Parmesan Reggiano real quick. Just cause, just cause that's how we give it up on this side. Fancy. So Les, tell us what makes a New York slice. Yo, look, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep it tall with you. I think what makes the New York slice so unique is the vibe in the pizza shop. Going in a spot. Hey, what can I get for you today? Yo, let me get a slice, extra cheese, Pepperoni. Hey yo, you got beef patties? Yo, throw a beef patty in there with some with some cheese on it. Throw, throw me in there a beef patty with cheese too. I, I'll pay you when I get back, yo. <laughs> but that's just my take on a New York slice. What do you think, P? <laughs> yeah, I, I think the secret to like to a New York City slice is that is that reheat, right? Is getting that, you know, having them pop that right back in the oven for like, you know, a quick two minutes to get that that perfect texture, that perfect crust on the bottom of the pizza. Like if my if my pizza isn't crispy enough, I need you to pop that right back in there until until my shit is not folding. Like I don't want my pizza to fold at all. So like you can't burn it. It's just that perfect point where it's like nice and brown and it's crispy on the bottom, but it's not burned. It's got good structure. It's like a culture to eat in pizza too. And where we from, we fold it and we put it away, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, that ensures that ensures that there won't be any drip and you can control like if the if there's any like grease run from the cheese. Also, you got to pat you got to you you got to blot the top of that shit with a napkin. Yeah, with a I napkin. know I know people that did that, but I think the reason why we folded our shit so we could bust it down fast cuz we always moving fast in the town anyway. So you fold it and it's like having two in one, you putting two together and then you busting it down and then you and then you going on about your business. You probably running for the train, you probably trying to catch this next bus. You know what I'm saying? Like you doing a lot of moves. It's a lot of it's a lot of wheels turning when you growing up in the Bronx. When you growing up in the city, and pizza was just one of those quick things that we could get real quick. Yo, I need a yo, poppy. Yo, let me get a slice real quick. And it was that, and it's that, and it's that ninety nine cent slice too. Where you get that? Where you get that penny back? And I had a I had a crib in Manhattan, mm-hmm. bro. And my rent was like 33, 32, yep. 35, Right? I was I was surviving off the Hell dollar yeah. slices. You shitting me? Dollar slices. And I was in, putting bro. and I was putting two together. <laughs> I'm gonna so give you y'all some heavy slice history. The 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 dish pizza was initially made to represent the unification of Italy. So the Italian flag was. Uh red, green, and white. So you had the red, 
sauce. Which was the sauce, the tomato, the white, which is the cheese, and then the green was the basil. So it was like talking about, because like all of these regions were different. Sicily was a different country, Calabria, Emilia Romana, these Sardinia, regions in Italy. Everything. They were all different, so but they spoke the same language. So with with the unification of Italy, the dish pizza was came to represent that. Final thoughts, man. I want to see more. I want to see more Jamie Foxes, more Earl Gossett Juniors on the walls in these pizza spots, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to see more Quincy Joneses, man, and less. Yeah, we can't have Frank no do Sinatras. no no do the right thing energy in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We about to link with the homie, Uptown Legend, the man, the myth, the legend, Scar Pimentel, man, where players dwell, man. Scar is really focused and he's really conscious about the ingredients that he sources for his pizza. So, you know, they mill their own flour, you know, they really source really excellent tomatoes and good cheeses and excellent olive oils. And you can smell it all the way down the block. Scar's Pizza is it. For me, is the best in New York City. Rivals any slice that I've ever had. Quality is up there. Super delicious. Let's get it. We in a cut like gauze, man. We got the homie Scars with us, so give him a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Um, boom. What got you into making making pizza? What got me into doing it? You know, I had odd jobs. I was like, you know, maybe I could try this, try this. You know, I wanted to try different things. I tried production work. That wasn't my thing. So then this kid that I knew growing up, this Italian kid, his mother really took a liking to us when we were kids. So she would have us over the house and, like, cook for us and, like, you know, whatever. And that was the first time I ever had Italian food. I was, like, 19 or 18. You like, remember really what the dish was? Or, was like, like, one a, thing that she made that you that you were really connected to? So she made a sausage, paws, and peppers, like, rice dish, like, this amazing dish. Or, like, So I was like, okay, this shit is fine. So I was like, after that, I just... I just fell in love with, like, she made pasta. She would buy her shit from Little Italy, like, bring it over. Like, where where was a place that you looked to in terms of, like, a, a standard of a slice, of a New York City slice or pizza, you know? Is For it, me, it was always, it was always, like, we never really ate out, right? Because we never could afford to eat out. So as a kid, the only thing you could really afford to eat was either wings and bread in the bag, Chinese food at the at the top, like, once a week or whatever. McDonald's, maybe, you know what I'm saying? And then, but always pizza. Like, it was always like for like $2, $1.75, $1.50, you get a slice. Or if you get the special, it was like $3, two slices and a soda, whatever, and the Italian ice. That was like the one thing we could always afford. Niggas will hop the train to get a slice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Be like, <laughs> Shit, I'd rather Ooh. eat. Call me a slice of life because I'm a slice connoisseur in this game of life. But the first flat bread is definitely right? like North Africa, Morocco, mm -hmm. like the Berbers. We're doing the first flat bread, you know, unleavened bread. So from eating these slices, how do you get into, like, milling your own flour and, like, really caring about regenerative organic ingredients for your slice? Like, what, what was, what's, how do you define, like, the perfect slice, and how do you reverse engineer that to create it? So when I came up with the pizza idea, I was like, there's no pizza that's healthy. Like, they all use, like, you know, flour with, you know, chemicals in it. They, you know, all the, like, shit that we didn't know. Like, I did research on I was like... You know what? I'm gonna do a. I didn't. I want to do a slice of pizza, not for like you know that's healthy for kids and healthy, healthy for everyone. You know what I'm saying? That tastes good as well, and that any everyone could afford. And what better pizza than sliced pizza? And that's what we grew up eating. 
Like pizza by the slice, to me personally, I think it's more of a New York thing than an Italian thing. Always been. Italian cuisine in America is not the same cuisine in Italy. You know, so like the pepperoni is, is you know, pepperoni is a Calabrian thing. It's a spicy sausage that's made with like these particular peppers that come from a particular region in southern Italy at the heel of the boot. So like... That's where pepperoni came from. Because pepperoni is what they call the pepper. Correct. Not the. Not it's not what they call. The it's sausage. not what they call the sausage. Yeah. Exactly. Pepperoncino. Facts. True. It was Facts. crazy. Yeah. How Italian you people it. don't. They would say our shit isn't pizza. I was like, you know what? When we first opened, I was making. I was making pizza for the first year, like personally. And this Italian dude came, comes in there, and he's like, "Who makes the pizza, really?" And I was like, "Me." Who owns the shop? And I was like, "Me." He was like. He said something about something about like I thought I thought the owners is so good I thought the only Italian like it was Italian Italian I was like nah man I was like and I go to him I was like when's the last time an Italian made you a pizza and he could have said he could have said he didn't have an answer he was like well there you go because most spots now it's it's Mexican yeah, I don't remember last the last time an Italian made me a pizza how do you define like a New York slice for me it always starts with the base if the crust for me personally it's my personal thing if the dough if the crust ain't ain't amazing like crunchy, chewy, fluffy, that I don't want to, I, I ain't fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will Start eat over. it, but like, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't really fucking with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, ah, whatever. That's the issue with like how people eat pizza. Now, a lot of people, you got to understand, a lot of people live in New York now, they from here. They're not from here. So yeah, they don't man. know what good pizza. They eat at Domino's, Papa Trans People place. are like, yo, why Papa John's? I'm still the top three, whatever. And I'm like, because everyone from mid the Midwest eats it there. They grew up eating it. Then they go to the major cities like New York, my whatever, and they, that's what they eat when they get here too. Mm -hmm. But I was growing up. Domino's was that was that was huge in the hood. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't big back back in the day. That's now why you got to take the whole pizza pie, throw it in their face, and tell them to come to scars, pull up. <laughs> <laughs> the problem, like people see our prices, like I charge three seventy five for a cheese slice, and people think that's really expensive. But I'm like eating something that's organic, mostly organic. It's that you're not gonna get nowhere else. You get what I'm saying? That's a fact. And then. That, but also, I, you think I really want to charge people that much? Like, honestly, like, no, I don't want to charge that much for, I want people to afford, to, be able to afford to eat. Like, my goal has always been buying a big spot, like a building or something, and putting, putting a bunch of food co-ops in there, and then we buy everything in bulk, and then we split everything up, and like, if it's a beef patty spot, if it's a pizza spot, if it's a chicken spot, and then eat well, mm -hmm. and put it in, either in the hood or right next to the hood, like, wherever you can buy, you know what I'm saying, buy property and do that. Everybody That's my eats. goal. That's my end goal. Everybody eats, man. Yeah. I have everybody that. working there, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, so the you've come a long way, the business has come a long way, like, starting your own pizza shop, like, has it been what you imagined? It's good. I see. I just do it to help other people to come behind us, you know what I'm saying, to see that we could do it, you know, that what's possible. No, that's what's up. You know sad. what I'm saying? Because like, our background is like, I mean, I don't say it to say it, but we'll be laughing like, I shouldn't even be here. You know what I'm saying, to be honest with you. Facts, facts. The eyes were against us. We've always been. That was Scar from Scar's Pizza Shop. Again, you can find one of the best slices in NYC at his pizza shop. Now, we headed to Ghetto Gastro Kitchen and we're cooking up a New York Slice, GG style. We back in the lab one more time, Ghetto Gastro. Man, we in the kitchen. It's time we're making some pizza. Right here are the main ingredients we have on the counter. Everything you need, your steez and place, your mise and place in order to make this pizza right, not make it twice. We have our flour, we got our dough, red tomatoes, we got tomato sauce, a little bit of basil, we got the cheese, we got the steez, and we have our pizza stone. It's in the oven getting hot. So we're gonna get into these steps. Walk them um, down. In the bowl of a stand mixer, we're just gonna combine our uh, bread flour and some salt, and then we're gonna mix separately 
uh, warm water, agave, and yeast. That yeast is just gonna bloom, and then we're gonna add that yeast mixture into the KitchenAid, into our flour mixture, and just get it started. We gonna load up that KitchenAid, and we got all our dry ingredients in there. Yes, sir. Let's get it rocking. All right, boom. So we, so we just mix it in the KitchenAid for about like four minutes on medium speed. We're gonna take our dough out of the mixer. It's gonna flour our surface to work with our dough. Slap it on the countertop. All right, so we're just gonna work this dough for a little bit on top, and then we're gonna form them into, into balls. Dust your hands lightly. Dust the surface lightly. You're just gonna work the dough and turn it into uh, two separate balls. You're gonna brush them lightly with a little bit of olive oil and set them aside for about an hour. And what that does is that like kind of speeds up the fermentation process. Then we pop it in the fridge and let that rest in there until you're ready to work with the dough. Typically, when we're working with our pizza dough, we like to uh, let it sit out on the at room temperature for at least. 20 to 30 minutes before working with it just so that the dough is elastic enough and the gluten has had time to develop and we can stretch it and make it nice, not make it twice. You gotta yeah. stretch the work. Man. Gotta stretch the work. So we let the dough rest for 24 hours overnight in the fridge and now we are shaping it. Now we stretching the dough. Stretching it. Just need a little more flour on my hands. And in the meantime and in between time, what you can do, what we like to do with our, with, our, uh, with our pizza, at least me personally, I like to just use fresh San Marzano tomatoes, just like how they do it in Italy. I'm, I'm not, I, don't need, I don't make a lot of sauce. I just take the tomatoes, crush them up with my hands, sprinkle a little bit of uh, dried oregano on top of that, and finish it with my toppings, my cheese and whatnot. So that's me personally. How you like to make your tomato sauce, bro? Um, I like to make a typical Pomodoro sauce, which is when I infuse my oil with garlic. Okay. Don't keep the garlic in, just infuse the oil slightly, then pull the garlic once it reaches uh, a caramelization color. So now you, right there you have your garlic oil, and then I add my whole tomatoes in there, and just let them cook down for, you know, just, just give it some time, you know, you know. All right, so we got our dough worked right here. We have our oven preheated. We have a pizza stone in our oven. We put it on the top rack of our oven. We lined it with a pizza stone. The oven's been preheating for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes because really what you want to do is you want to put that stone in there and make sure that that stone is ripping hot. You don't want to warm up your oven and then put your pizza stone in there because you're going to be cooking on a, on a cold stone and you're not going to get that caramelization of the crust. You're going to get that beautiful sear. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want it 500 degrees, man, like cash money millionaires, man. You yeah. feel me? Hot boys. Hot boys. Okay, so when you're working the dough, after your dough is set for uh, about 30 minutes at room temp and it's nice and elastic, you're just gonna stretch the dough with your fingertips and using your fingertips to stretch the dough, working in like a circular motion. Honestly, your piece could be any shape. It could be, you know, th there's no squares in our circle. So we're so we pushing for a nice round, even dough where the middle is not too thin because that's where toppings are gonna go. All right, bing, boom. And then we're gonna move this dough right onto the onto our um, our lightly floured pizza slide. Let's just give the pizza a nice toss. We pushing P for sure. Man. Pushing P, pushing P. So I just dumped out my tomatoes. I'm honestly just gonna squeeze these tomatoes right on top of the pizza. Make it pop right on top, man. And you can hear it. Make it pop right on top, man. We crushed them tomatoes like we crushed them ops, man. You dig? 
Lucky for us, we don't have too many of them. Ooh, ooh, watch out, man. Watch the drip. And you just want to disperse that crushed tomato around the, you know, around the pizza evenly, you know. You know what I mean? We going for that rustic look, man, because this is a pizza that we've, that we've developed, man, from our trips back and forth from Italy. Allora. All over Italy. Shout prego. prego. Allora. Shout out to my Italians. Allora, prego. Arrivederci. Veramente, veramente. Okay. Suavemente. Suavemente, veramente. A little Spanish real quick, suavemente. Mix it up. A little Spanish for the Italian. A little Portuguese, Steve. <laughs> A little Portuguese, Steve. All right, cool. Right now we just dropping the cheese on. We we see we're seasoning it up. I add I like to add a little bit of salt since I'm just doing fresh tomato. Mm -hmm. So I add a little salt, like Les was and saying. Me, and me personally, I like a little I like a little spice to mine. You know what I'm saying? I have that spicy personality, so I like my food spicy as well. So me personally, I may hit it with a little bit of crushed red peppers or some uh, Calabria chili oil at the end at the finish it. Ooh, I'm, I'm cracking um, some some fresh oregano buds onto it. What's cracking? What's cracking? So, you know, this is just uh -huh. this is this is me seasoning my sauce, man. Yeah. All right, so our pizza's assembled. We're just gonna pop it in the oven. Our oven is hot. It's ripping hot. It's at 500 degrees. Shout out to Juvie and them hot boys. You just open up that oven. You gonna slide it onto that. To that hot stone. That shit looking like a Salvador Dali painting. I, I in wish there. you guys could see that, man, because how we just went into the oven is gonna be a, a, a 180 change on how it looks now and how it looks when it comes out of the oven. So it's really exciting to just see that process. Uh, poke my head inside of the oven, you know, with the lights on and see those cheeses bubbling and see that dough. Get it nice and caramelized from the natural sugars that are coming from the gluten and the uh, and the, and the, and the flour and um, you know it's just a joy to watch that man watch that bubble. All right, our pizza's done. Our pizza's bubbling, Ooh. and rubbling and doubling and bubbling. You can probably hear that shit too. And you know we like the you know you can't have a proper slice without the without the the topping. So you know we need that. Yo, they used to hide these in this pizza shop from 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 people, man. I like my spicy little red pepper plate. They used to hide it. Yo, where the pepper at? It was behind here, here. So we gonna hit it with some Parmesan Reggiano real quick. Just cause just cause that's how we give it up on this side. Fancy. Finish it with a little bit of Italian <laughs> seasoning. All right, we're just gonna, we gotta slice this, we're gonna slice this pie. All right, that's it, there you have it. It's that New York City slice, make it nice, that's or that make it zoo, twice. That's that Zoo York City slice. It's the Zoo York, bitch from Zoo York, Zoo York. Woo York City slice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit made you wanna woo walk when you eat it, man, yeah. That's the Woo York City slice. Make it nice, so make it twice. Bon appetito. Zoo York. <laughs>